Welcome to Dynamo's Dozen, the podcast that I bring you each and every single week where I will talk about whatever may be on my mind from pro wrestling, sports, entertainment, music, movies, musically, fresh socks and jocks, and everything in between, never forgetting the talk. This is Dynamo's Dozen. And you are all, and you are very, very welcome to this episode of Dynamo's Dozen, because today, like I promised last week, I will be joined by Ricky Knight and his beautiful wife, Sweet Soraya. This is going to be an amazing show. For all of you that listened to the last show with Ricky Knight, it was a was a great, great show. It was one of um, voted as one of your favorite shows from listening to a lot of your feedback. Um, so this one is going to be even better. Um, Ricky Knight and Soraya have some amazing stuff coming up with um, WAW, uh, which you're going to hear about. You're going to hear some scoops on the movie that's coming out as well. Um, we're going to have a little chat with them about their what they do with their training school, um, how you can get involved if you wish, and much, much more. And um, I think this week I'm going to leave it at that and I'm going to get straight into it with Ricky and Soraya because they pull no punches and this is going to be awesome. So here I am joined by Ricky Knight once again, but this time he's got company in his beautiful wife, the sweet Soraya. How are you guys doing? We're all good, buddy. Thank yeah, you. we're good, thank you. Yeah, it's good to hear from you again. It's been a while. Uh, we've, you've been pretty, pretty busy, you know. Um, in fact, I guess the best place to start would be the week that you guys have coming up. In fact, probably weeks that you guys and months have coming up. Um, I know you. I don't even know one day to the next, mate. I don't. Everything seems to have rolled into one at the moment. We're snowballing through life. <laughs> it's, and Soraya, I think the first thing we should mention because I did mention on my podcast last week. Um, you you kind of had an illness, but you mentioned to me there off air that you're you're doing a bit better now. Anyway, thank God. Uh, yeah, no, I've had a back problem for a while. Yeah. Um, they they kind of said that it was uh, it was arthritis. It was um, osteoarthritis. Right. Then they told me I didn't have it, and then they told me I did, and then I had an MRI, and it turns out I have a bulging disc in L1 and, and osteoarthritis from my hips to my tailbone. Wow. So um, I aggravated it in Liverpool at the TNT show when I was on against um, Lord of Austin. Yeah. I took a body slam to out to the outside of the ring and um, I felt it go. I knew there was something not right and I haven't wrestled since, so I'm actually just on the edge of recovering from that. And the recovery, I suppose, you're doing better than you were the other day anyway, that's the main thing. Yeah, no, the, yeah, no, the other day um, I had, I was really poorly, I was uh, projectile vomiting. There oh, seems wow. to be a lot of bugs going around with the weather changes at the moment and um, over the last three weeks, I've been sick twice with vomiting and migraines. Wow. Um, so, yeah, I just seem to be... I think it's because I'm on um, painkillers and my immune system is down because I'm not usually a sick person. Yeah. I just get injured. Um, and, yeah, the other day, I was... I kind of woke up and felt a bit, like, woozy and then went up to bed and thank God I took a bucket up with me because next thing you know, I'm crouched over the bed with my with a bucket at arm's legs trying to catch this vomit. <laughs> So Ricky, um, Ricky didn't so have to yeah, catch any for you, no? <laughs> Ricky, Ricky didn't have to catch any of it for you, no? He didn't have a chance to snore properly. He's kind of like <laughs> woken up with a start to me 
you know, spewing through my mouth and my nose. And and then it was like, I was like, I don't feel very well. He went, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, yeah, like January's a fucking horrible month, to be fair, for uh, illness anyway. I'm at the so best glad you swore now. My God, I was trying to be on my best behavior, but fuck it. <laughs> oh, man, this, is, this ain't no PG show. <laughs> Well, you never know, do you? And like my husband always gives me a boot and a kick and everything all the time because my language is horrendous. Swear away. And, uh, Richie should have known. Ricky should have known that I swear all the time anyway, so it's all good. <laughs> also, yeah, never, never give me carte blanche to swear. It's like a promoter telling me, do what you want, Soraya. Big no-no. Oh, I'm telling you. <laughs> We'll, we'll get to that and I did say at the top of the show this couple pull absolutely no punches and uh, that's that's a fact um, yeah to be honest that's why a lot of people don't like us because if we think you're a twat we'll call you a twat yeah well look hey you're, you're talking to one as well so it's all good <laughs> <laughs> um, so tell me we'll start off with the um, you guys as Rick, Ricky mentioned to me last week, you guys have got a lot coming up over the next couple of weeks with um, WAW. So why don't we start there and kind of fill everybody in and what you've got coming up? Yeah, well, we start actually t- tomorrow. It's tomorrow, yeah. Tomorrow. Yeah, I don't know. What day of the week is it, I It's, know, it's Wednesday. Tomorrow, we start at the Broadway Theatre with Peterborough. Yeah. Okay, uh, at 7.30 start, and we got a, a booth uh, people on well, We ain't got bloody Shannon more, have we? Oh. No, apparently uh, uh, Shannon Moore has no-showed for us. Oh, he's just no-showed? No, no, we've had a lot of problems uh, with him, and uh, uh, he's just no-showed today. But he missed his flight. Well, he missed his flight for a start, and I don't understand that. He's already in the business a long, long time. Yeah. I've never fucking missed a flight or a show yet without, you know what I mean, without some sort of reason. I mean, you, first thing I do is get my flight tickets for anywhere. Yeah. Well, I study them because I don't want to miss a flight. But how many times have I gone to a flight and go, what day are you back, babe? And I'll go Tuesday and it's always Wednesday. I always yeah. fuck up on the flight on the way home. Yeah. Never on the way there, always on the way yeah, home. Maybe, I always get it mixed up. I'm not the buddy, you're a pro. I mean, this is happening too much now. Yeah. To be honest with you, it's happening. You know, I know some friends have been tucked over before by But I mean, like, you know, let's just put us two and a half grand down, you know? Well, it's two and a half grand, and then we've got to like I I've had to replace Lindsay Snow in the main events against Queen Maya. Um, I've also you know like we've we've also spent out on visas, and because they were here for longer than the weekend, it was like uh, we had to do the extensive visa, the yeah. extension one. Yeah. And then before you before you even go into anything, so Rick's got to replace Shannon tomorrow, Peterborough. He's got to replace him for the two shows on Saturday. He's got to replace him on Sunday. You know, and you got to remember that his hotel was going to start from tonight. Yeah. So he's going to be in a hotel tonight, right the way through until yeah. Tuesday. Well, it's hope as well. We're looking at rain, rain up my arse before we start. Well, that's you know, it. To make that... the bank, bank out of order. Well, know? that's it. I agree. You can tell we're not happy. We're not happy, are we, babe? Well, do you know what? Well, do you know what? You're my friends as well, so I'm not fucking happy either, to be fair, because I do think that that is one of the... Like when someone now shows, I mean, for example, it's like even in any kind of business, in any kind of way, shape or form. I mean, as you know, I'm not a media guy. I run this podcast. It's based around wrestling. It's based around pop culture. If somebody makes a date with me and, and I've advertised it, you're kind of fucked. You know what I mean? So, uh, sure. you know. Well, the thing is, to be honest, we're angry at the minute because like Shannon is the main event for Peterborough tomorrow. Right. You know, all, every, all the other... Um, 
imports coming on on yeah, Friday, that, Friday and Saturday. Two got uh, man down there today all the way to Gatwick. Yeah, we, which we, is three and a half hours. We, we sent people down to the bloody and airport. It's another hundred quid. You know what I mean? So like, luckily one of the other guys showed up today. He was working for another promoter. I could bring up. Uh, Diamond Steel, who actually will be at Peterborough tomorrow, but we've still got a great show at Peterborough. It's still good. We've got, yeah, we've got Diamond Steel, we've got uh, Joe Legend. Joe Legend. Nice, we've nice. We've got the Marcus Burke, we've got Doug Williams, we've got Johnny Storm, we've got the UK Hooligans, you know, we've really? got Thund, Thunder. Well, I'm actually working for I won't be there. Do you know where I'll be? Where are you going to be? I'm going to be having dinner with Terry Runnels and Vicky Guerrero. That's where I'll be. You're having a girls' so, night. Girls' night. So, so I, I will, I will be dining with my friends while my husband goes out and sweats his bollocks off. You'll be dining with queens and queens while the man is wrestling with pork and beans. There'll be, there'll be lots of photographs. I know that much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to send me some for sure. If, here, lads, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll come over for free and I'll break out the tights again one more time it's been a long time but hell throw a wig on uh, me and I'll be Shannon Moore for the night <laughs> but yeah, as I said you know it's best we are but it's the positive thing it's still a great build here yeah. tomorrow we're going to work on getting you know, some sort of high profile replacement obviously it's comes in the country yeah. so all is not lost it's just um, it's just it's Bad timing. Yeah. To be honest, when I told him, first thing I did was went to his desk and I moved every sharp object and the cup of coffee he was holding. And then I actually stood there and went, babe, I've got something to tell you. We have a problem. But I did move all sharp and movable objects away from from his desk before I told him. Well, that is a smart choice, Soraya, I will admit. No, it really was a smart choice. I've been married <laughs> to the bloke for nearly 28 years. <laughs> Oh man! So you've got that in Peterborough. So what's next after Peterborough then? Peterborough, then we go on to Bellatrix. Well, let's go to the show Bellatrix. Yeah, we got great stack show. Yeah, we've now got Sammy Baines against Queen Maya, so that should just be a bloodbath. Oh god damn I mean, it! Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as people saw that, you just know people are going thinking like shit. <laughs> yeah, no, that will be um, that will be a bloodbath. But obviously, we've got um, Terry Runnels coming down and we've got the, the one and only Vicky Guerrero. Sure. I mean that was I mean that was such a coup for me to get her and I've been crazing her and crazing her and yeah. you know she's been she's been a mate for, for uh, you know like two, three years now, like a proper mate. Yeah. And, you know uh, and I every time we'd speak, it had always been a conversation around to so Vic, come and work for me. And she, and then that's when she'd go offline, I think the bitch. Wow. And then um, I spoke to her like Call about two, two, three weeks ago, and it was like, can't think. Just what do you say? Come on, just one show. Just, just come and work for me. She went, okay, okay. And you've got her. And, you've uh, got her at a good we time too. The within ten minutes and bought the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> and you've actually got her at a good time there, Soraya, because wasn't she? Didn't she make an appearance at the Rumble? Yeah. Yeah, coincidental that both her and Terry were at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them. Yeah. Pure coincidence, huh? Yeah. Well. Is it is a coincidence? Are you guys just really smart, huh? <laughs> I was gonna say, I'll leave that one hanging. Hey. Like we 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 book them and then we announce them and then they they you know they just happen to be on the rumble and then the very next show they do after that is us. Yeah. So we'll take that. So you've got what kind of loop have you got going on now? Is it is it going to go on for the next few weeks or is it just kind of a week long gig or? 
Well, we've got uh, four four solid days now. Yeah. Um, um, and then we have four days after, and yeah, then it starts again. Right. Right. So we've got the, um, the, 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 the we go for uh, Soraya's Friday night to two shows Saturday at two thirty and seven pm. Yeah. Oh, and then we got the Sunday one. Every and then we got the first time for about ten years we're doing an over eighteen show on Sunday. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that's pretty much the, the four days show that we got there. Mate, we need we need at least four days to get over that shit. The after party is bad enough. Yeah, I'd imagine so. <laughs> <laughs> At least Jake the Snake Roberts hasn't showed up. <laughs> oh God! No, to be fair, he's he's actually one of them that is sober. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'll tell you what, though. No, he never used to be. No, he used to be life and soul of the party. The thing is, as I said, Jake, bless him. We we had our problems, but I still love my dad. Even though he he was a pain in the ass, but he, the thing is, we brought him over at the right time. He sold out every show he ever done for us. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, he was good. He was good. He was a bit sorry at the time, but... He sold uh, himself now. I saw him. Yeah. Yeah, he seems to be doing good. He really has. It doesn't matter what rumours you hear about Jake Roberts falling off the wagon. Oh, for sure. I can tell you... For sure. ...that that boy has has worked through it all. And, uh, you know, know, Dallas has really, really helped him. I mean, he's going around the country with Dallas in a minute, promoting the DDP yoga. And I promise you... That, that, that Jake is one of the success stories. So it doesn't matter what you hear. He is. I've seen him. I've been around him. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've, I've been on, um, I was in New York with him for like three days. Yeah. And I, he did not touch one drop of alcohol, nor yeah. one drug, nor one pill. Awesome. So I don't give a shit what people say. You cannot go that long if you're an addict. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. And, and I mean, that's the thing because... I know as well um, from, you know, as I said to Ricky before, I came from Andre's uh, school over in Hammerlock. Um, So Jake would have been doing a lot of stuff back in the day. And the difference between then and now is just night and day. Do you know what I mean? He's a proper gentleman, very quiet. Yeah. Doesn't like to be in the the limelight. You'll always find Jake in the shadows. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't like to stop too long and chat, especially if there's quite a few people. He just does his job, packs up his stuff, and then gets the hell out of there. Professional. You know, he's, um, Professional. He's, he's a real, real gentleman, that boy. Yeah, yeah. and I'm glad, I'm glad you guys have said it because it's nice to be able to hear um, two, two legit, you know, proper, proper legit um, British, both British personalities, wrestlers and promoters that can actually clarify that. For as you said, for people that like to just spread shit on the internet, I think that's really people cool. People talk, mate, but I mean, I spent time with Jake. And, and I can tell you for a fact that bloke isn't on any gear whatsoever. He's yeah. doing it dry. And yeah. and to be honest, when I, I was winding him up, when I saw him, I go, what, you got a pipe in your pocket, boy? Have you, you know? <laughs> and, and he actually got quite offended with me. And he went, not you as well, Jules. Yeah. And he was like, no, I was only playing with you, mate. He said, but I'm sick of hearing it, girl. And I actually felt quite sorry for the boy because everywhere he goes, people automatically expect him to be on the gear and, and I really understood him over those three days I was with him and the yeah. shit that he has to take is nobody believes him. Yeah. Just yeah. nobody does. I think you know, and it's bad, it's hard enough battling your own demons without anybody keep throwing them at you. Well that's it. That's it. And I mean it, it, it's a thing and, and like, you know, thing about it is like British humour and Irish humour is very, very similar. I know mine is anyway because that's that's pretty much, you know, I'd done my time over in England as well when I was kinda of learning and the humour is just the exact same, you know what I mean? The, the kind of, we, we, we're always just piss-taking, 
You know what I mean? Be cruel. Yeah, but the thing is, always cruel. Like they know Jake. They think they know him, and the only connection they've got is what he did in the wrestling ring and what he did out of it, but not personally. Exactly. So they think their connection now that he's not wrestling and they can't go over old ground with him is, I know, I'll find a connection of all the alcohol and the drugs that he's done and the stories that I've heard. Yeah, yeah. You know, because they don't know the man; they just don't know him. Well, we all found out of our daughter, haven't we? The stories what keep coming up about her. We know it's all shit, but we're we we can't say nothing. It's all bollocks, and that's the thing. Yeah. Some of the guys over the years have been. Yeah. Uh, we've all thought because some of the shit we read and some of the shit I'm asked about my daughter is most well, nothing short of pathetic. But you know. Yeah, and they think that you know they ask you a question on Twitter as if you're going to answer it. And I know. Like, a, we don't know you. And B, fuck off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know what? The B answer is the better one. <laughs> come up with some of the shit these reporters come up with. I just had a laugh at it. It's like, where do you get this shit from? You know, you, you must have a bad day and try Reasonable to make sure sources, baby. Reasonable yeah, sources. Right. Reasonable sources. Yeah. And it's all shit anyway. So you know, getting back to Jake, you know, you know the man to me will always be a friend. Yep. You know, yeah. And uh, yeah, I love the bloke to death. So yeah, so I hope we can work. Just put a bit that to the right. What's been said about him all this time. Well, you know, believe me or don't, I really don't give a shit. I don't. I, I don't care. I, yeah. I know personally that Jake is sober yeah. and that he's doing really, really well. Yeah. So you know, people can say what they want to say about it. I know personally, personally that, that the boy's okay. Well, so you know. People are going to talk and people are going to spread shit, aren't they? Well, like I said at the start of this, and, and I did, I said, trust me, guys, these guys pull no punches. And you know, you know, Ricky, especially because I've I had a relationship with you now only online for the last maybe five, six years. I'm not a media guy at all. I'm always coming from a worker, always coming from a worker point of view. But I did say that Ricky Knight and Soraya Knight pull no punches. So like she said, either believe it or don't. She doesn't really give a fuck, yeah. <laughs> but she's telling That's you the right. truth. And if people don't want to, if people want to believe that bullshit, whether it comes to Jake, whether it comes to your daughter, whether it comes yeah, to that, whoever. The bad stuff is always easier to believe, remember that. Exactly, because it sells, it sells, that's why. Exactly, yeah. yeah, shit sells, mate. Yeah, yeah, and it, and it also stinks as well, so. But uh, there we go. I'll tell you what. I am going to because you know on this podcast this has always been primarily a, a UK and Irish uh, wrestling based podcast, okay? And um, so I I'm just going to say this from my point of view. I do implore people that are anywhere around the area to check out your shows, um, a hundred percent. Um, it's definitely, definitely. I think um, I, I I know I've not been there personally on any of them, but I've seen the matches, I've seen the content, the quality of work. That is at your shows, and I do implore all the UK guys that are close by, or even not close by, I want to just go out for a night out, go check out the WAW shows, and uh, you can find, you, obviously they can find it on your website as well, so if you want to... If you want to Fight TV, they can, if they download the Fight TV app, even though they have to buy, uh, buy the show, yep. there's a weekend package and everything on there, and they can stream it straight to their... Their mobile device or you know laptop computer, whichever yeah. way they want to watch it. So do you want to you want to call that link out? If you go to Fight TV, just Google it. You'll well, be able to go there. It's and the do. Fight TV app. Yeah. So you just you just put the you just put um, WAW Wrestling in the Fight TV app. Yeah. And all our stuff, uh, past and present, will come up on that link, and then you can just pay for previous shows or pay for the one that's being streamed on Friday, Friday and Saturday. Awesome. And how much will that cost, people? 
Uh, I think it's worth about $10 a show, but I know that there is a, a package deal if you buy the, like, all three shows. I know there is a package deal. Because that is... $24.99. Yeah, because that is awesome if you can get, like, the, the, the backlog of content as well. I think that's pretty awesome. You can get everything on there. Yeah, yeah. well worth it. Well worth yeah, it. There's a lot of the cameras on there, as I said. It's well worth it. Anyone's looking at it, it's not the task that's got a good cameras on there. Yeah. And they're all good lessons. It's just basically, if you're a wrestling fan. Oh, yeah, if you're a wrestling fan. You know, you know I mean, the fight TV app is, is, a, is, a, is a must anyway. Yeah. I mean, you've got members, it's not just wrestling, it's MMA, it's kind of everything. So if you're into the into like sweaty men and sweaty females and lycra in any, any instance, <laughs> you know, the fight TV app is definitely one for you. Look at me. Good old sales pitch. <laughs> sweaty bones and sweaty bones, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's like sweaty, yeah, sweaty willies and sweaty vaginas, alright. <laughs> I love it. TV. Listen, a slogan in there sold to you by Soroya Knight, ladies and gentlemen. Mate, <laughs> like, if that goes on a t shirt, I'm claiming the rights. Well, can I have a little kickback because it was on my show? <laughs> Pound. That's all right. Here, I'll tell you what, Soraya, I just want a point and I'll be happy, all right? <laughs> okay, sounds like a plan. <laughs> so listen, um, the last time we were talking, I mean, me and me and Ricky talked in depth about like his debut from 95 and his, or 85, should I say, um, and his career upwards. Um, a little bit about you, Soraya, actually. Your, uh, your debut, now I've done my research, you started out as a manager in 1990, would I be correct in that? Yeah, yeah, I was the supervised manager in 1990, yeah. Yeah, and then you kind of start... All those years ago. Oh, all those years ago. <laughs> I know, mate, I know. It's, it, seems, it seems like a lifetime ago now. Well, you're still looking well, Soroya, so there you go. Well, um, thank you. I shall take that. <laughs> I just started just to show that, uh, you know, she didn't come in easy. We, we was on the holy circuit. And, yeah. Uh, I'll call it Jules, there's no secret, but Jules is with us. He was doing all the cooking, he showing up the gear and all his shit shows. Every bit of shit you had to do. Put that ring. Do you know, the bastards even make me bar run. Can I actually talk to one? Yeah, bar run. They used to give me money and I used to have to go to the bar and get their drinks and wait on them, like hand and foot. I was going to pull you over. So you were, you were, <laughs> so you were a waiter. You were a waiter for them. He said all the crap jobs and then one day I, was, I said, look, come on. He went, no, I haven't. I said, well, then you've paid me for two days. He went, no, I haven't. Yeah. 
And he went, go and take it. He said, you're worth it. Well, I have been, I, I was overwhelmed. I mean, been up since like I mean, 60 quid for my first TV job. Which is, which like, is good money, Christ. yeah. Mate, He's not a. He wasn't. He wasn't a crab tree from the eighties, sir. So it's the yeah, it is the longest running training school. Um, yeah, that's right. So I come for it in eighty five. Yeah. We bought it in ninety. We actually bought the school in ninety, but I came for that same school in nineteen eighty five. So is that the same is that the same premises and everything? So it's twenty eight. Yeah, but anyway, the point is that training school's been going about twenty seven years and I Yeah, same same location, same premises and everything, yeah. Yeah, that's that's kind of a good that's actually a good um, good segue there, Ricky, um, because we thought we 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 leased three businesses and knocked them into one, so we've got this giant. Yeah, like, it's just it's just this massive complex of offices and yeah, I've um, seen it, I've seen it on, I've seen it, yeah, box offices and ring rooms and yeah, we've got an upstairs lounge and kitchen, so the rest of us have got their own lounge and we've got locker rooms and I got wardrobe and. We've got cardios and weights uh, and hit classes physio, and physio, yeah, physio, uh, God, kids class, you name it, we got it. Awesome. So all under one roof. That's all, yeah, because I mean, uh, anybody that hasn't seen it, go check it out. Um, the, the facility is unbelievable. I remember, um, I think it was actually, Ricky, when I was talking to you um, all those months back, it was when the school had only recently opened, I think, and it was a nice little grand tour of it in its bare elements and now I'm yeah. sure it's just filled with filled with everything now you know I'll give you um, I'll give you a little interest I mean it's well known but I um, it's been a long time since people have heard it from my mouth I guess but um, in 92 
Yep. We done um, the Welsh TV for Oric Williams, and we done um, the front cover of the Welsh Radio Times or TV Times, and myself, Rick, and Jimmy were on the front of it. Yeah. And on that picture, I was seven months pregnant with Soraya Page. Yeah. And during that tour, I didn't know that she was inside me. <laughs> and I remember we went to uh, Lewisham Town Hall and Rick and Jimmy were on against Robbie and Doc, Robbie Brookside and Doc Dean. Sure. Now, this is a true story. Um, I used to be known for smashing the shit out of Rick and Jimmy's opponents. <laughs> and I, I used to get my heeled shoe and I used to like smack him across the head with it. Well, because my timing sometimes would be a bit out, I'd give them black eyes. <laughs> well, this one day, Robbie and Doc have turned up with a black eye each. And oh, they no. turned around to Rick and he went, you're fucking missus, Rick. Fucking hell. She keeps fucking catching us. Well, Rick goes, mate, a receipt is a receipt. <laughs> he said, you know, if she gives it out, she takes it. She's the law of the land. Well, one of my biggest, I hate it, I will punch the fuck out of anyone that tries to do it, is an aeroplane spin, especially by my ankles. Yeah. I will yeah. fight to the, yeah, the drip dry. I will fight to the death if I feel anybody does that to me because I am physically, I spew my ring piece up. Yeah. So, like, believe me, if anyone out there seems to think, that, you know, next time they're in the ring with me that they want to do that, I swear to God, I'll rip your bollocks off. So I would... But Robbie Brookside um, <laughs> grabbed me by my ankles and spun me round, let go of me, and I, th I flew through the um, third and second rope into the crowd. Yeah. And uh, I remember going backstage after the match and I felt really ill, like really bad. And yeah. he went, don't you say buckle, make sure you're a pussy. He said, it means you can't take a receipt. He said, if you dish it out, you fucking take it. So then all the way home, I was feeling like like a car sick and my stomach was killing me. And it was like, fuck it, I really don't feel well. Well, he goes like, stop being a fucking pussy. He said, don't you dare. He said, you've got a receipt, take it like a fucking man. So then... So then the next day, <laughs> I've woken up, and I felt so ill, yeah. so ill. So I said to Rick, there's something wrong, mate. I, I really don't feel well. So next day, he'd had enough of me whining. So um, I went to the doctors, and they thought that, they thought that when I, on the impact of me flying through the chairs, that I deflated my bowel. So uh, they, they booked me in the following Monday to go up to the hospital to go and find out. And uh, the plan was to... Um, get me on the bed and shove a pipe up my ass and blow hot air up it <laughs> just to try and reinflate the bowel. <laughs> yeah. So, um, obviously shitting myself. And you've got to remember at the time I was about eight stone, well, not even that, seven stone dripping wet. Yeah. So I remember get going into the into the room and uh, I'm lying on the bed and I am, I mean, I'm shitting myself. I am absolutely shitting myself. And uh, Rick, Rick went, oh, fuck, go, oh, fuck going in there with you. I'll, I'll be out here. I'll wait out here for you, mate. <laughs> So he goes to me, he went, right, he said, uh, doctor goes, we're going to have to kind of have a little chat. He said, I need to talk to you about little things and stuff. Do you have any crowns, any pacemakers, blah, blah, blah. Can you be pregnant? I went, no, fuck out. I said, I've got a kid at home. I said, he's only just walking. There's, there's absolutely no way that I could be pregnant. So he goes, right, he says, well, you know, because like, of the procedure we've got to do, if you're pregnant, it can actually hurt the fetus. And I'm adamant. I go, that mate, no, mate, <laughs> I've got Zach at home. There's no way I can be pregnant <laughs> So the next thing you know is he says, well, let's have a feel about of your tummy. Well, then next thing you know, he looks at the nurse and then he goes, have you got anyone with you? So I said, yeah, my husband's in the waiting room. And he went, nurse, go and get him. I thought, fuck me, I'm dying. I've got cancer. I'm dead. I'm oh. going to die. 
thinking the worst, yeah. Into the waiting room, and they pulled the curtain back, and I'm blaring like a bitch on the bed because I, I, I think I've got days to live. And uh, like Rick couldn't understand what the hell was going on, so the doctor went, um, you know, he said, uh, I don't know if this is good news or bad news, Mr. Beavis. He said, um, but your wife is seven months pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I've walked in that hospital a size, a size six, between a four and a six. Seven stone dripping wet, and by the time I walked from the hospital to the car, which was approximately ten minutes walk, I was a size fourteen with udders. I went through morning sickness, spewing, cramps, and um, like everything, literally in the ten minutes from the um, from the surgery to the car, howling all the way yeah. that I was pregnant and I'd been wrestling. So um, yeah, that's the story about Soraya when she says that she wrestled as a fetus. That that is the story. Well, she heard it right. Well, do you know what? Folk put that to that, mate. Yeah. There was some frat on the internet the other day. Yeah. Put a big status up about my daughter Paige. So that it's my wife's fault because she wrestled with her and her tummy and all that. If that frat isn't listening, I'd just like to say to them, nobody, the story is that nobody actually knew she was pregnant. Nobody knew, so I was so far deep into That's my back. We didn't know. We didn't know. And the worst thing of it was, well, the best thing of it was, is what I found out it, it was uh, two days off seven months. Yeah. And then um, a, a week and a half later, I got rushed up the hospital and they said that um, it was too early and they stopped me from having her. And then a week later, I was rushed back up the hospital and they stopped me again. Then I went up for um, uh, to go and see the doctors to kind of see how she was doing and check her heartbeat. Yeah. And I was eight centimetres dilated. Yeah, and, wow. Um, well, yeah, it doesn't matter. So, uh, yeah, I was eight centimetres dilated. So then they had to rush me in that afternoon to uh, break my waters to have her. So I was actually only pregnant for three and a half weeks. Wow. So it was the biggest shock. That's crazy. <laughs> From having, having um, a tube stuck up the arse to have hot air blown for a deflated bowel, <laughs> so, so there you go. Yeah, do you know what? I I just like to add as well. If that twat is listening to uh, my show, Dynamos doesn't. Please unsubscribe now because I don't want to fucking know you, you moron. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all talking about people. They say, oh, that's George's fault. Page is at the retirement because yeah. I'm saying. I said the, the story was that she never knew she was pregnant. You don't fuck it. It makes you be wrestling at seven months. We do. You know what I mean? That, that's the sort of that's the sort of hype we get around it sometimes. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Of course. Well, that's it. I mean, I suppose, I suppose having a famous, a famous daughter, you know, in WWE, oh, yeah, Twitter and Insta, Twitter and. I'm so thick skinned. I've got no internal organs. Yeah, so, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I don't. I mean, I. I've gone past the stage of giving a shit. I, I stay very quiet on social media. I don't I don't say anything about anything yeah. because it's yeah. just not worth the hassle. So exactly. I just I just tend to kind of stay out of everything. And you know, I pop up to say congratulations here and there. Might might kind of you know um, advertise a show or two. Or, yeah, yeah. You know, like I put a, me a message on tonight because I've had to change the Bellatrix show four times now, and it has been the devil himself couldn't have fucked my show up any more than what is happening and I'm still not right two days before the show with yeah. girls not coming in, crying off, you know, different things and I'm I'm still you know, I, I can't find my ass with both hands at the moment. So well, um, that's the only difference in a business body nowadays, you know, in, in our day you didn't miss a show, that was not professional. Yeah. But now, yeah. you know, the, the nanny, it's a nanny's birthday or they've got to take the wife shopping. 
I mean, I run a football team. It's not just wrestling. It's, it's football. It's the same. Yeah. I'll cry off in the day because I miss want to go shopping. And yeah. I just had my mate earlier. When I first started playing football, I used to work, walk five miles in the city to play for this team. Nobody picked you up. They sent you a card through the door to tell you what team you're playing for. Yeah. But the world's changed so much. It's not this wrestling. Everyone goes to go out the wrestling. It's not this wrestling. But the, they just got no gut and go no more. They've got no bollocks about them, you know. Yeah. And they call off with a smallest thing and uh, I don't realise as a promoter you know you've carded them you, you know you, the fans are expecting them and to them you know to me I always thought I was letting the fans down well we only found out two hours ago that Shannon and Lindsay weren't coming so and, and, right. and Lindsay Lindsay's his missus is it yeah yeah, yeah. well I said we paid for both their flights both their visas and that's a lot of bullshit my, my main event tomorrow's gone and Julie's main event's gone for other tricks but yeah. you know these big zappers and promoters, but what I'm saying it's just it's just so that people are so blase nowadays when they call off, you know. Yeah. In my day, you know, if you missed the show, it was the end of the world, really. It's like, fuck, you know, I've let the fans down. Yeah, 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 sure. And I've done this, I've done that. Sure. But now nah, it's blase. Oh, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't, mate. I should have told you yesterday, but. So long. Yeah, it's my nanny's birthday on Saturday well, and I've got to be there. Well, it's funny, I'm going to I'm gonna bring something. It's a, It's actually. It is. I, I agree with you because it is a lot of bollocks. I will say. I'll say this to you, Ricky. Um, there was actually the last show that we done. You obviously remember because we're we're in we're in contact pretty regularly. Um, yeah. The last show when you were talking about um, Dynamite Kid, his brother Mark was actually. He's a good friend as well. Okay. Yeah, Mark. I know Mark. Yeah. yeah, you know Mark. But he listened. Yeah. He listened to the. Uh, he listened to the show, and I mean, he was just super happy that um, that you actually went out of your way to obviously the fact that we both kind of mentioned him on the show because he loves knowing that Dynamite's name is still out there. But Dynamite is someone that comes to mind. There, there's Dynamite. Yeah. But th- but that that's what comes to mind though, Soraya as well. That's what I'm saying. That comes to mind like that motherfucker did not. Take a night off for anything, even when the boy couldn't fucking walk. That's right. You know? Well, I, said, I, worked, I was lucky enough to work at the end of his career. That's one of the biggest honours for me still to work. He's the best. Friend. He's the best of all time, yeah, for sure. Oh, he's fantastic. And he's got no ego, no fuck all. I used to say to him, you know, what are you going to do, mate? He said, look, kid, just kick your shit at me. I'll come back when I'm ready. He had all his problems with his back, his leg, but I'll tell you what, he still put on a performance. Too right, yeah. He's still got heat the fucking night, and it was just a pleasure. He's still a name now, and he's out the business. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's it. Cool. That's it. I've got a good boy, bad rap, but I'm not having it. He's fantastic. I'm not being funny. There was a lot of wrestlers around those days that thought they were the dog's fucking bollocks. Yeah. And no one even remembers their names now, but everybody remembers Dynamite Kids. So well, that says it says about the legacy the boy left. And it's true because I know um, Mark's going to come on this show um, down the line. And he, because he pretty much is the spokesperson for Dynamite nowadays, you know. And I, I, I said to Mark, you know, when you come on, you fucking lay people right. Because again, like people talk about you, like people talk about your daughter, people talk fucking shit on the internet. They can listen to the Jack Rougeau stories and all this kind of absolute tripe. Um, but it, it, it is all bollocks. Do you know what I mean? That's that's the best word that you can use. He's one of the nicest guys I've ever met. And I've got to say that. I don't give a fuck what people say. I don't want to say but he is the nicest guy I've ever met. He taught us a lot. Even at the end of his career when he could hardly do nothing. You know, not what he used to. I'm not saying he didn't do nothing. What I'm saying is, compared to what he could do, 
Yeah. The end of his career, but he still taught me so much about the business. When to fucking be on top, when to come back, you know, the yeah. psychology of it all. Right? The little things, the little like, things, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean... Going on, going on to that. How how is your daughter Paige anyway? That's that I would like to know. Is uh, I hope she's doing she well. She is absolutely, completely, utterly amazing. Yeah, awesome, mum. She's doing cool. brilliantly. She's got uh, great news. Oh yeah, the Soraya store. Go check it out. She does her own. She's got her own line in clothing now, and and it's it's named after her. Plug that. Plug that shit. To, to me. Yeah, plug you know, that. Um, yeah, I'm saying plug that there. Where 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 can yeah, people find it? Yeah, it's called the Soraya Store. Yeah. Um, you can if you just put it into Google, it'll come up, and it's uh, it's actually Soraya's own brand. I saw and that. I saw that the other day. Yeah, I'm actually looking at it now. Soraya, when I first saw it, I I was like, oh, this Soraya has her own store, and I was like, no, it's Paige's store. No, I was like, ah, then I got what yeah, it was. Yeah. The, the thing is, she's actually got a store now, and her products are going in Hot Topic, and um, oh my god, like like literally all around the world, in all the like all the major stores and fashion stores have taken her brand. Awesome. So, uh, and she's got um, uh, Noel, um, what's his name? Uh, Noel Foley. She's yes. Doing yes. And everything for her and yes. Oh my god, it's just it's just taken off. It's absolutely taken off. So like if anybody kinda of wants to kind of go and have a look. I'm not saying go and go and buy and everything. It'd be really nice if you could. But have a look. Um but she's got some real cool stuff. I know the combat jumpers, um, with so what I'm different on yeah. the front is um, is going really well. No, the first ten days she's done hundreds of um um sales Well we were speaking to her, I was speaking to her yesterday and I'm going, What you doing? And she's going, Mum, I can't talk now. I went, Ah, oh, are you dirty minx? And she went, No, Mum, I'm in the post office. I've got bags and bags and bags. I went, Enticing to send out to people. I genuinely can't talk now. And I went, Well, that's just put me right in it. Yeah, well, but that's yeah. it. She was actually at the post office herself yeah. with her own merchandise, posting it to those people that had bought that stuff. Well, there so you go. So that's how down to earth that girl is. She, yeah. she actually, so if you get something in the post from the Soraya store, it was actually taken to the post office by Soraya herself. Well, there you go, guys. Go and check out the Soraya store. I'm looking at it right now. Obviously, I, I don't... Lick that stamp, you know. Well, obviously... <laughs> hey! <laughs> For all you jealous motherfucking boys out there, go and fucking buy some shit. And keep the envelope. Yeah, they've got images of her licking stamps. How sick is that? <laughs> well, you, yeah. <laughs> do you know what? It's funny, actually... Um, I talked to uh, I talked to obviously a, a lot of guys and guys and girls that I know that done their time over in the UK. Um, you know Soraya, you know my good friend um, Becky Lynch, obviously. Um, oh God, yeah, I wrestled her. Yeah, we 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 started to you know we we started together. Do you know that? We started training together no over in Ireland. Yeah, yeah, and she she lied about her age. I'm calling you out, Becky. I'm telling people. People, yeah, she did. Yeah, people know about this. When she came down and she trained with Finn Balor, guess what his real name is? Fergal Devitt. <laughs> um, he, uh, she had to come down and actually put um, on, her, uh, on, her, on her application that she was, I think it was, I, I want to say it was 18, but I think at the time she was only 15. And, uh, she yeah, I know she lied about, about her age, but yeah. 
To be honest, I remember my biggest memory of her was um, she'd just gone over to either Sweden or Switzerland. Sure, yeah. And um, she was booked to, to be on my one of my WAWW shows. That's how long ago. It was Finland, Finland, yeah. So that's how long ago this was. And um, she came back and, and the girl that she was on with had tried to suplex her and dropped her clean on her head. And it actually created nerve damage down the side of her head into her face and down into her neck and she turned up to me looking like like peter Pumpkinhead. like literally the girl was in so much pain and uh i said you ain't fucking wrestling she went julia it's you just she says we don't have to bump we don't have to do anything just get me through so i can give you this fucking belt because um, i had to take the belt off her i said no fuck it fuck it you don't have to fucking wrestle and she went well, I either wrestle you, or I go back to Ireland and I drop it to someone there. And it was like, fuck. Do you know, we went out there and done 12 minutes, and that girl did not move off the rope. She didn't take a posting. She didn't take a bump. All we done was arm ringers. That was it. Nothing more and nothing less. And it was a hell of a match, to be honest. We just tried to, we kind of made the story that we were trying to outdo each other on arm ringers and see who could come up with the best one. And we done a whole match on it for 12 minutes. And uh, she dropped the belt to me so that I could take it because she was in a bad way. She was in a bad way. You hear that? You hear that, Shannon Moore? someone else. Yeah, you hear that, Shannon Moore? Yeah. <laughs> I heard Ricky laughing there. He liked that. That's how Becky was a lovely girl. She was always a hell of a worker. Oh man! You know, I remember. I remember when she when she first came. Oh God! Yeah. You what? There was this guy, I mean, we won't mention any names, but he brought her down to London, Yeah. and then uh, I actually wrestled her, and then oh, and then he dumped her, didn't did give her a return flight, didn't give her a hotel, didn't give her nothing, oh, so we, we brought her back to Norwich with us, and we got her a flight home, I'll tell and you what. we made sure she kind of got on it and stuff, and yeah, she was dumped in the middle of London. Did the name, did the name well, begin with an M? My grabbed the promoter, and um, I don't think the promoter actually promoted after that point. But uh, we did bring Becky back with us, and she stayed with us a couple of days, and then uh, we put on a flight ourselves and made sure she got home all right. Oh, so it was and, a, it uh, was a... Left, there was a little box of chocolates and a card on the bed, just saying, I love you guys. Yeah. So it was, uh, bless her heart. She was fucked, bless her. That was, no, that's, that's Becky, like, she's always been such a, such a, such a, just a lovely girl, um... I mean, it, it, she comes from good stock because her family is the same. Her brother is the exact same. Her brother was one of the one of the top guys as well. Um, no, just just a great great family, and that's it. Like it's good to know that you know Paige is over there with the likes of Becky as well, hanging out and just chilling. It's 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 a great great thing. Like, um, and tell me, actually, Soraya, because something I wanted to know, you brought up there, W A W W, um. Those shows, I mean, in a lot of ways, especially in Europe, I'd love to know, it was something that I was only thinking today, what was female wrestling like back for you, like when you started in like 93, when you actually start working, um, what was it like in terms of talent back then, like did you have a lot of female workers to work day. with? It was me and Julie Starr, yeah. everybody else had left, there was... Um, when I was managing, there was like uh, Nikki Monroe, uh, Tina, um, Tracy Kemp, 
um, Nick, you know, Nicky wrote Nurse Debbie, Condan Kate, Busty Keegan, Princess Paula. They were all about when I was manager wrestling in the beginning. But then between manager wrestling and me hitting the circuit, um, they'd all gone. And it was just literally me and Julie Starr. Yeah. And uh, we kept the circuit going, just us two. Yeah. God, we, we'd done for miles. Um, we'd done two, two years flat of that until... Um, uh, Nikki, yeah, Nikki came in and done stuff for, for McGregor. Yeah, oh, Nikki did. So me and Nikki started doing the circuit, and and, and Julie, and then we managed to get um, Tracy Kemp to come back and do a couple. Um, and then uh, she, yeah, we brought Kate back. Um, I started doing like working alongside Kate, and then uh, we got with uh, Ricky's mum, Carla, and she done Sheena Summers, and then um, me and her done the circuit for a bit, and then. Roy and Sheena split up, and then Roy went out with Laura, Angel. Yeah. So then we taught Angel to wrestle, and then I'd done the circuit with her. <laughs> and then Angel stopped doing it. And then it just seemed to kind of, we had a adult period again. It was just, you know, a bit a bit, a bit, bit shitty, to be honest. But then um, Soraya came of age. Well, she didn't. I mean, she decided at a young age through her dad that she kind of got thrown in the deep end. So um, I started doing stuff with Raya. And then, and her tag partner of the time, Sammy Baines, because uh, they were the Norfolk Dolls, and Destiny came on the scene. Um, and then little by little, we bought girls in ourselves and created like about 15 or 20 girls in the, in, around in the Norfolk area that um, we, they use on a regular basis. And then we had enough for a show. So then we, we decided, well, my husband picked the name, the World Association of Women's Wrestling, but it was just too much of a mouthful for me. It was like, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and it just seemed like, like, you know, we need to think of something that was a little bit like, you know, like boom. So uh, I, I remember, because um, I was at the time, I was doing posters with a lot of Latin words like Desiree and Bella Natale and stuff like this. And uh, I thought, oh, I wonder what a female warrior is in Latin. Well, it's Bellatrix. And yeah. Bellator is male warrior in Latin. And this sure. was before the Harry Potter shit, you know. <laughs> yeah. So um, I kind of, I kind of liked Bellatrix. It kind of, it was just something that kind of meant something. It was a, it was catchy. It was good. And and um, my, my mate's brother was a graphic designer, and he created the Bellatrix logo. And you know, the Viking head, the Latin. The, it was, the, it was a Latin headwork. But even though it's, it looks Viking, it's actually more like Latin um, style. And um, it just kind of developed, uh, Bellatrix then developed from then. But since I've done the name change, to be honest, it's um, it's just boomed. It's it's what it needed. It needed, because I was failing, mate. I it's... was failing so fast, I was drowning. The, the girls were dotted around the country. I couldn't keep them all in one place. They'd all have to come in different cars. And I'm not travelling with her because she shacked my boyfriend. And I'm not travelling with her. And, and it was like, fuck. I, you know, if I had a bill of... 14 girls, I had to have 14 cars from around the country to bring them down and then it was shit in the changing room and and it, you know, the, the show didn't work because the backstage didn't work yeah. whereas now uh, with Bellatrix, because I've got um, yeah, you know I've got a real crux of girls, there's been a lot of girls in the past that are now in the Fed that have worked for me and stuff and um, you know, Bellatrix now is uh, I think we were voted number three in the world last year, I think it was uh Shimmer, yeah. then Shine, then Bellatrix. All companies so, for which you've know, actually worked for. Twenty-two punters, or maybe six, and a kid rang about, 
to uh, halls of, of like 300, yeah, 302, I think. We've got a record attendance for them. So, you know, well, they are great numbers. I mean, they were, <laughs> but they, they are great numbers. I mean, when you talk about, um, when you talk about, you know, from my experience, when you're talking about NWA UK shows and NWA Ireland shows back in, say, 2002 to 2004, that would like 250 to, to 300 would be a really, really good show. Um, you know well, what I mean? The thing is, I mean, we've got a, a great setup, you know, we've got the Titan Trons, we've got the big cranes and you know all the all the cameras and gizmos and lights and yeah. fireworks and yeah. and to be honest um I, I i started to worry for a bit that sigma was getting stale um, yeah. sorry belichick was getting stale, stale and uh i wanted to um bring the theatrics back yeah. into you know creating a show um so that you know it was something different so that's when um I, I invented Sigma and uh, the Angelics, yeah. um, the old-fashioned feud of good and evil, you know, like um, the demons and zombies and devils and everything that, that goes up in the night against the angels, the, you know, the purest people of the purest form. So it's yeah. just a very old-fashioned theatrical production of good versus evil. So um, I kind of started, you know, just with an entrance of the girls entering the ring. And then it kind of came into like a theatrical performance of zombies coming in through the crowd and over the, the barriers and over the uh, bleachers and through the punters and people were screaming and people were running trying to get out of the way and the zombies were in the fire exit so they couldn't <laughs> go anywhere and it was pandemonium and I loved it. It's I no, loved it's... the adrenaline and the excitement and then you've got like Zaya and Erin as the angelics, well, you know, beautiful blonde girls, you know, in, in the pure white gear with these giant wings and tiaras and and then you've got the demon um, of, of Sigma with all the zombies and the, you know, the, the death breathers and all of that sort of stuff and, you know, you go from extreme fear to extreme elation in, in less than six minutes um, and I loved it, I loved it so now, at the end of every Bellatrix show, the main event is usually the match before but Sigma Angelics always rounds it up because people know because they start to fidget and then the lights go down and then the Sigma music starts and the demon comes out to start to control the troops but they don't know where the zombies are coming from. There's always a, a secret attack of some sort of every show. So like now people shit themselves as soon as they know the main event has been because they have no clue what where the zombies are the these nasty bastards are going to come out from. Yeah, yeah. So it's a huge theatrical performance now. So it's, um, yeah, it's uh, it's kind of elevated Bellatrix even higher, just that, just adding that theatrics at, at the end of a show. So. Well, I, I, I absolutely yeah. love it because um, I'm like I'm a major major horror fan, but also a major like heavy metal fan, um, and I know but you can understand now. Yeah. If you're a major horror fan, you'll see Annabelle. Yeah. Um, you'll see. Um, uh, Penny Dreadful. Yeah. Um, you've got the, the clowns, obviously. Um, which got, I, which um, which I hate, by the way, because I'm terrified of clowns for some reason. <laughs> well, to be honest, if if you, I, in fact, I'll put it out there. Whoever can name on the last three productions of Bellatrix which horror there's there's usually two or three horror movies that I base the entrances on. So if anybody out there can name me at least three horror films that I have used to base the entrance of Bellatrix on, I will give away a free family ticket to the show. 
Awesome. Well, I'm going to go and research that because I bet I would get it. <laughs> yeah, if you're if you're a purist horror fan, you would. You well, would. I am, especially when it comes to the UK stuff because Hammer Horror was my stuff, you know. Um, oh yeah, I've got the collection. Oh, it's yeah, awesome. you you you'll notice you'll notice a lot of my a lot of my it's like the Sigma and and to be honest, the Angelics. If anybody knows their wrestling, they'll know exactly where I got the Angelics from. So that's another trivia question. I like so it. So if you can name me the movie where I got the Angelics from, then that's another family ticket for you. So how, how are people going to spell the Angelics for people that don't know? Um, well, the Angelics, um, well, it's really hard, actually. You're going to have to go to Fight TV and get the last show. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love if it. You, if you see the Angelics, then if, if you're a wrestling purist, then there's a, there is a, a wrestling movie out there that I actually took the angelics the the actual um, design work of the angelics from so uh go for it see if you can name it if you're a wrestling fan you'll know it oh well i will definitely know it once i get it um it's one of it's one of the most famous wrestling movies of all time probably the best one that's ever been done okay i like it there you go guys we won't uh, we won't give out in a way because I'm certainly not going to do it on the podcast because uh, if you want people. He's going to wait till after the podcast finishes. Well, so, 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 right. I can't get the angels on there. Might be at the same entrance. Yes. All right. No, 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 no. I'm just, I'm just going to have Ricky tell me after the show. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Ricky, <laughs> we're boys. Ricky, Ricky, we're boys. <laughs> I'm saying nothing now. <laughs> You're saying nothing. You you don't want to give too much away. <laughs> no. So tell me, actually, here's a, here's a good little segue, right? Because I told Ricky I was going to ask this. Um, the two years, especially you, Soraya, but also Ricky, you look um, you look like I don't know. This is weird how people can look a certain way and they look like they're into a certain type of music, yeah. Oh God, yeah. Ricky really, oh, Ricky really, God. Ricky very much. Very much so surprised me last week when he told me uh, his taste in music. So I'm going to start with you, Ricky. What's what's your taste in music? Well, mostly I was brought up on uh, uh, Motown, uh, Northern Soul, uh, and Soul. See that? And uh, one of my favourite bands are Stylistics, who we went to see the other week, which yep. fantastic. Yeah. But I'm into most of it. I mean, I'm not really an anti any music. I mean, I listen to Sinatra. Yeah. Listen to all the. Uh, the greats like that, and uh, uh, what did I say, Sam Cooke, all them sort of people. Yeah. Uh, I like urban blues, not the uh, commercial blues, but urban blues. Like the Bee Gees. Oh, the Bee Gees. Rob the God. Uh, the, 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 obviously, my, the best uh, one I bought up on was the Beatles. So. Well, do you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm glad you said that because I was literally about to say, I believe that the Beatles wrote the book on music, so there we go. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, well, right. That's a fact. That's uh-huh. a fact. It's it's funny yeah. because a lot of those, uh, like you say, the Motown stuff. I'm a big fan. Like for example, I know it's not Motown, but the likes of uh, Little Richard, likes of Chuck Berry, yeah. um, yeah. the likes of you know, as you said, Sam Cooke. Yeah, pure pure rock and roll. But then Soraya, I know that my uh, big guest that I had on, um, Phil Anselmo from uh, Pantera was on my uh, my show there a few weeks ago. And um, oh, 
become become a very good friend too. He too is somebody who is not afraid to talk his mind. I'm sure, as you know. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I've, I've heard stuff with him honest. I mean, obviously, I don't know him personally. I know his music. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you know, Pantera, obviously. Oh God, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but you can't remember the year I was brought up in. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. You were you were clanging and banging. Yeah, in the 90s. Most of the guys used to have Pantera on the backs of their jackets. Yeah. So you tell me your music now. Um, you want all that white shit? <laughs> I love thrash metal. You love thrash metal? I'm, I'm, I, I love thrash metal. Um, I was in a thrash metal band, I hope you know. Pardon? I was in a thrash metal band, I hope you know. <laughs> Which one? I was, uh, I was a I was a vocalist. It was uh, I had two bands. It was one called Total Recoil. It was an, a lo- pretty local kind of Irish band, and then uh, I was in a band most recently called uh, Celestial Burn. So um, I think I'm, my- I'm going to have to. I will Google you and see if I can find any of your shit. I'll send you a link. I'll send you a link. That, that is no, I, I, yeah, fair, yeah, definitely. We're saying that I do like Times of Grace though. Um, for a couple of guys that, that kind of play all the instruments, so I just we found your types in old days. Yeah, they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't <laughs> listen to my tapes in the old days. I swear, I got a new tape, I got a new tape, I put it into the machine, and Jimmy used to go, great, eject it, throw it out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, what would he be throwing out the window? <laughs> um, well, to be honest, um, in those days, I was I used to love um, Billy Idol before he became Billy Idol, when he was in... Um, like Generation X. Yes. When he used to sing like Valley of the Dolls and that sort yeah. of stuff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I was kind of into a bit of the old goth, goth rock, like Bauhaus and um, Spear of Destiny. Fields of Nephilim? Fields of Nephilim? You know them? So I'm going back in time now. And then um, when the when the rock, because I've always been a Bowie fan. I think Bowie is a god. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. I agree. When when the when it changed from glam rock to more like, I call it pop rock now, because obviously I've gone heavier. Um, but like, but like the Appetite, Guns N' Roses' Appetite album. I mean, the rest of the stuff, not so much, but Appetite, I thought, was um, was really cool. I liked Nirvana when they first started. I thought that they were refreshingly um, refreshingly bad enough to be um, a change in style. Yeah, gotcha. Um, you know, I mean, and don't forget, I mean, I, I had a little tingling for about six months with Linkin Park. Well, obviously, I got faint from, because I got faint from, that was my entrance music. So when it first came out, I kind of, like them, uh, yeah. but then they went too poppy for me. I couldn't do with the bullshit. <laughs> uh, but then I kind of, I kind of found, um, you know, I went into Bullet for my Valentine, but then they weren't heavy enough. And then I, I found Bring Me the Horizon, which I like. I just think are oh, fucking insane. I, I love that group. I've got uh, a band for you. Like I've got a band for you, Soraya. It's just, I mean, I, I don't like um, uh, Dirty Fresh. Um, I'm not really into that that kind of coarseness, but I do like anything that go that um, exchanges melody, uh, like like with uh, Bring Me the Horizon. They go from like real like fast metal, but then they, they they change tempo and they go to a completely different sound. Yeah. And then they'll go bang up to fast metal again, and I love that change of tempo in music. I got so, you. Like Time for Grace have got the same sort of thing. You know, so I'm... Well, you know who wrote uh, the book on that? Iron Maiden wrote the book on that, a great British band, because... Yeah, well, you know, I, I used to like Iron Maiden, but I just find it too tame. I, I, I listen to two or three songs like Metallica. I mean, I I used to be like a huge Metallica fan, you know, and 
I listen to their stuff so much that now I'm like, oh my god, one. No, know? I got you. And I now, got you. I got you. Like Slayer. I like some of Metallica. I just think that they went too too chai, just too. I don't know. They they changed no, I got you. way too much. I'm with you. But I'm I tell with you, you. I do love. And I'd always love them because when I lived on the streets, that was the only tape that I had. And I used to listen to them over and over again was Fate No More. Fate No More are one of the best bands of all time and I will not hear anything oh, bad about thing. it. Oh, my God. Mike, Mike Patton you know, like is one of the best singers. The real well. thing. You listen to the real yeah. thing. Underwater, oh, over and over, man. underwater love. Oh, man. Underwater love, insane track. I love that fucking tune. Do you know what? I mean... Zombie is, is one of my favourites. I, I think that that is, um, that is a, a class. Oh, yeah, of course. Of course. But that album so, is yeah, unbelievable. I, I, I mean, I, I'm not saying I can't... I can. I mean, I can listen to Rick's music for a little while, you know, and then I tend to switch off and stick a headphone in my right ear and just pretend that I'm singing along to, to Rob the God and the Bee Gees. But, yeah. you know, um, I can't deal too, too much. I can't listen to the radio because... Yeah. Um, oh, I, me neither. I, the music is just not heavy enough for me. No. And then, uh, you know, I stick my old um, headphones in, and especially when I'm traveling, I, I, I tend to get lost in my music. My music is there. Uh, well, it's, it's, a, it's a big thing, though, for wrestling. Um, and that's, that's what I was going to say because it's. Um, a, it, it, can, it can really sell you as a, as a performer. Um, you know, when you're making your entrance to the ring, you can really base yourself around your entrance, um, for sure. I think we're all in agreement on that. But also, it can really, um, it can really also it just motivate you in any line of work that you're in. You know. Um, well, to be honest, the reason I mean, for for a, a, I mean, I'm not a death metal fan, but for someone that likes um, like thrash metal, for me to have faint as an entrance music kind of. Um, it goes completely against the grain of everything I stand for in music. Yeah, sure, um, sure. What you've got to remember is that sometimes people will do a tune to come out with because they like it, because it's their favourite song, because yeah. it, you know, it reminds them of an ex-girlfriend or an ex-boyfriend. But it doesn't fine. make sense, though. If you, yeah. listen, if you listen to the words of Faint, it's don't turn your back on me, I won't be ignored. Yeah, well, fuck, I won't be ignored. Exactly. So if you actually listen to the words of, of faint, yeah, it, it's actually me saying, you know, like, um, you know, I'm not going to take your bullshit. I'm not going to, I'm not going to stand and take your shit. Don't fucking turn your back on me, bitch. I'll fucking kill you. Well, that's and it. That's basically what my music says. So that's yeah. why I chose it because of the lyrics, not because of the tune. Well, that's kind of the point that I'm making um, to like younger guys when they are choosing their music and they're coming out to. Don't go with your heart. Go with your. Go with what makes sense. What defines you as a character? What defines you as a person well, in the music ring? Music has like an air raid siren sort of start, which is a. To me, it was a warning to like let people know that I'm coming through the fucking curtain. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. then it goes into the lyrics of don't you know don't don't think I'm some sort of dick, mate, because I'll I'll kill you. And so definitely, like, do definitely do not give. And I, and I implore this: do not give Soraya an airplane spin. Oh no! I'll kill you. <laughs> I'll kill you. It's a simple as you wouldn't even a, get me there. It's a fact. You would not even get me there. You'd, I would literally kick the fuck out of you and walk out of the ring. I am that against them. I hate them. They actually make me <laughs> physically vomit. So they make no. They make no sense. If I catch someone, I, I'll take them back all day long. You won't ever hear me fucking moan. But if you intentionally try and stick me in an airplane spin, 
Just to see my reaction, I'll kill you. Well, the one thing, <laughs> yeah, fuckers just don't do it. And I did say at the start of this, they don't pull any punches, and Ricky's wife is her punches are harder, probably. So. No, not the least, mate. If I punch me, I need a fucking parachute. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Here, listen. I gotta, I gotta, um, I gotta ask you guys about because this is this is just awesome, and it's something that's um, that's both intriguing. But also very kind of a heartwarming as well. There's a good lead up to this fucking question. Are we going to like this question, Bo? <laughs> you are going to like this question. Um, it's it not going to be good to get an answer. Hey. <laughs> the, new, <laughs> the new fucking movie that's coming out. Yeah. Okay, I'll let Rick talk to you about that one because we've been running on about music. So you did like that question, see? <laughs> yeah, but Rick, thing is with me with a movie. I mean, it's awesome and everything, but, but Rick explains it better than me. Because, well, um, well, we'll leave it up. You know, it's just hard for me to explain something that's kind of, that's about my family. And they said that they sensationalised it. Well, we've seen the movie. And I'm sorry, mate, but that's our family. Exactly, you know, exactly. We sensationalised. A couple of things are in the wrong order, but, you know, it, it's, it's us. So. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Nasty question now, she's got a rabbit in. Yeah. So, <laughs> don't worry, we're going to get back to you, Soraya. It's all good. <laughs> um, so, 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 the awesome Steve Merchant is uh, directing it. Um, yeah. We got The Rock, who's going to be producing a bit and starring in it as well. Um, yeah. Nick Frost is going to be playing the, the beautiful, the beautiful and sexy beast that is Ricky Noy. Um, I told him I could have got George fucking Crony. I'm about upset about that. I, 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 was, I was just saying that I thought um, maybe maybe Brad Pitt should have done you, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. Mate, um, I wanted Ray Winston. <laughs> Ray Winston. Yeah. This this was actually. Okay, okay. I'll stand back. I'll take Nick Frost because Nick Frost is awesome. I saw the, I saw the picture though recently of Nick Frost in the getup, and I thought, fuck man, he looks scary. He looks Ricky Knight scary there. So I like it. I like it. Um, no, to be honest, we've seen the movie and he's fantastic. Absolutely he's fantastic. brilliant. He and, and what's her name? Nina Heddy. Um, yeah, Nina Heddy. She's, she's got Julia. Yeah, you've got you've got uh, you've got Cersei from Game of Thrones I playing you, Cersei. Right. Yeah, that's. Do you know what? Unbelievably spot on. They are to be fair. Spot and on. I said I went to the movie training. It was going to put us in a bad light. Um, it probably does. <laughs> that's how we are. We are in a bad light. That's how we are. That's, that's sort of the band of pikeys, mate. That's uh, what we are. Well, do you know what? I'm from Ireland, so I invented pikey. There you go. <laughs> yeah, right. no, we're proud of it. We're proud of where we come from. Uh, we're proud of who we are. So. Well, I'm from Irish descent anyway, from County Cork. So. My brother. My brother. Yeah. My brother. I believe somewhere ancestors of Irish tinkers and stuff. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. We've got the Irish thing about me, too. Well, there we go. We're, we're, we're more than likely related in some way, shape, or form, then. <laughs> yeah. Probably. The small island. Yeah, man. I'm going to say that. I've got all sorts of things going around my head. I'm going to get better movie, honestly. It's <laughs> I heard it's all right. <laughs> it's a fantastic 
film, it's like the Rocky film. You don't have to like boxing to like Rocky, and this is the same. You don't have to be a wrestling fan to enjoy this movie. It's That's the truth. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. It's classic. It's Steve Merchant lines. It's very much um, uh, bulls and horses type thing. One minute you can be laughing, next minute you've got tears coming down your cheeks. So it's got all the emotions. Yeah. So is it like a comedy drama type thing? It's, uh, it's brilliant. It is brilliant. So is it like a is it like a comedy drama type type gig? Yeah, in this comedy, in this comedy yeah, stuff, in it, but, but the, uh, but it's, it's hard. It, it's bulls and horses type. Isn't it? Yeah, I wouldn't. There's certain one-liners where you burst out laughing, and there's certain scenes where where like I mean, I'm not going to go into the scenes because it's unfair. Um, when the movie comes out. Of um, course, yeah. You know, there's certain scenes in there that are my favourite that I was rolling about. I couldn't believe it. And then literally in the very next scene, I'm sobbing. Yeah, so I got gotcha. you. You couldn't say it's a comedy. You couldn't say that it's a sad movie. You couldn't say it's anything other than anybody that's, um, you know, got, you know, there's a family will understand the... Um, you know, what, what it's all about because it is normal, everyday family life where, I mean, like, if you've got brothers and sisters and you come out and you, your brothers and sisters come out with one-liners and you can be laughing and crying and then your dad will come in and say something next thing and you're bawling your eyes out and then, you know, your other brother come in and then you're laughing again. It's it's hard it's hard to say it's comedy and, and drama because it's it's just a story. You can't really, uh, you can't really pigeonhole it. Like, it's, it's, it's kind of... You can't. Yeah, yeah, you I got you. It's, there's so much of everything there. It's just our family. I don't know, it's... It's hard for me to say, I mean, because it is our family. It comes across, to be fair, we come across as uh, very close loving family, which we are. And we've got this the quirk that people probably don't like, which comes over in the movie, I think. Yeah. Uh, but I think it all will come out pretty well. I mean, you know, I expected it to be very, um, I think we went there. But I come away very proud of it and very proud of Steve's writing. I thought he's done a brilliant job, so. Yeah. I think people enjoy it, to be fair. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I can't wait to see it. It's it's one of the movies that's coming out. I, 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 I mean, I don't know. You'll know more than me. What I hear, it's going to drop around September, September time. September 14th, we believe. Yeah. Uh, in America, then maybe a week too later here in the UK, so we don't really know for sure. The fucking Americans get it before us. That's a joke, isn't it? Pardon? The Americans get it before us. That's terrible. Uh, see, I always do them yanks. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yanks. And then they no-show. And then they... <laughs> Turn up, you motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, I love it, I love it. Well, do you know what? I'll tell you what, you guys, it's it's, it's getting late. No, no, I'm not saying it's getting late for you guys, but we. I guess um, I, I'd like to finish it on you guys, maybe um, kind of just, just saying, you know, just... For me, um, again, a point that Ricky made a while back was, um, you know, about younger stars coming in and, and kind of calling in sick with a toothache and, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, what is it you guys, with the school especially, because I know that's kind of a big, big kind of thing to you. What is it that you're looking for? Especially, there's a lot of Irish guys that go and travel to the UK. And there's a lot of European people that go and travel to the UK to learn how to wrestle as well. What 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 do you look for? What are you imploring your students to do? Uh, we talk about the Irish guys. First, what we say to them is like they've got the bottle to come over here. They, they, you know what I mean? They come over, 
they got a plane and come over and do the job and stuff. And I admire anyone like that. You know, yeah. we, I'll get loads of messages today, not saying like I'm a Vince McMahon, I'll get a lot of messages about our school and they'll go, where is your school? I go, Norwich, they'll be in Ipswich and it's 40 miles away. Yeah. Well, it's a bit far, isn't it? I've got any conversation, goodbye. If you can't travel 40 miles to do a training school... Talk about that you know, now, we've got business. Yeah, I'll just tell you, I'll tell you a little bit of a story now. I had a lad turn up in our gym four weeks ago. Yeah. He's flying in from Finland. He just finished in the Finnish army. He walked in after a one-on-one session with Zach, but he wasn't there, so okay, Jay took him. He then he said, oh, "I can't tell him off." He said, um, "So my grandson said, where are you staying?'" He said, "I don't know yet." He said, "I've just flown in. I want to be a professional wrestler. I wanted to train with the Knight family, and I wanted to come to England." And my grandson said to him, "Look, if you can't get anywhere, please come back. We'll we'll help you out." But in that in that time, he, he went out, got himself somewhere to live. He's in the gym every day. He's putting out leaflets every day, and. Uh, that's the sort of spirit I'm looking for. I mean, to come away from Finland, you know, a strange town, and do what he's doing is amazing. I've got an Italian there, but I get the same as well. He come away from Italy to be with us, and he, he's got a job, and he's another one. He puts out the leaflets every day, and these guys have got so much spirit about them, and yet the local lads come 10 miles, you can't get them to do nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah, so, it, it's, it's drive, though, isn't it? You know? Um, it, it, it's kind of drive. I mean, I remember when I was an 18-year-old kid, I literally saved up, um, I don't know what it was, I saved up £300 to go over and train over in Hammerlock, um, yeah. in, over in Kent. And yeah, that's right. Yeah, Andre, yeah. Yeah, yeah Andre. And, um, yeah. man, it was it was the best experience of my life. And we, we, yeah. we literally worked our asses off until... I mean, I know I'm not doing it anymore, but I'm, I'm, I'm an older man, so I can... I can, um, you know, after all these years later, I can say, yeah, a couple of injuries that just didn't kind of agree with my body, um, not able to go the way I was able to, but my God, at that time, I put my lit- literally my life and my soul into into learning the craft, you know, um, and that's yeah, that's where you've got the first ever Universal Champion came, came from there, you know, so it, it, it's... it's, the it's thing the- is, you've done it, it's on your, it's in your, it's in your TV that you've been over, you've done it, you've been in there, and you know, I mean, injuries got in your way. But what I'm saying is, some of these kids, they, uh, I went Jimmy Oakes some of the best in our day. You started off on the bottom rung of the ladder. Yeah. You, then you wanted to work to a local promoter. Then you wanted to work for Max Crabtree or Brian Dixon. Yeah. Then you wanted a TV job. Then you wanted Europe. Then you wanted America, or whatever. Yeah. But now they want to go from rung. Bottom rung to the top rung without doing none of these hard work to get there. A, they they want to go from A to Z without the in between kind of thing. It's a way of life. It's not a hobby. You live it. 
you breathe it, and it's a way of life. Yeah. And if you yeah. come in with that half heart, you ain't going to go nowhere. Yeah, 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 I got you, I got you. Um, oh. And that's it, like, I mean, well, look, it's been an absolute, um, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you guys, both of you. Yeah. Um, it's been so. For yeah, it's always good to talk to you, buddy. And uh, you, said, you uh, too, my it's friend. Lovely. You can get over some time by shows. You'll be a guest and that. So it'd be lovely to see you. You can get over here sometime. Well, do you know what? I would love to actually get over. Um, I might even I might bring my my missus over and uh, let Soraya come. Cover. You got no problem. You come as our guest, mate. We we'll look after. It'll be a pleasure to look after. And uh, that's coming to our shows, and you can uh, give a real uh, in depth. Uh, how you feel about it you know? absolutely man um, I'll bring I'll bring over my lovely my lovely lady as well and let Soraya toughen her up <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's um, she, she'll be fine we'll have a meal we'll have a good old chat and then uh, you can see the shows and gives you a truthful truthful thing what you believe you know what I, mean? I always say to guys who I bring down and say look you know I don't expect you to you know, lick me ass I want you to be truthful about what you see you know what I mean always and uh, always. I've got a writer who does for me now called Richard Pike and uh, he puts up my all you want is honesty and truthfulness from honesty, from. Honest, I don't want to criticism for criticism's sake, but I want honest criticism, you know. Well, the one thing, and, the uh, one thing, Ricky, about my... At the time is great, but another time is something you don't like, he'll put it out there, and I don't have a go at him, I... I well, the one thing, Ricky, I always say, and I implore, and I'll, I'll, I'll fucking, like you say, you're talking about honesty, I, I've done this a number of times, I implore people, like, I've, I've reached out to, um, I've reached out to Dave Meltzer to come on my show, actually, because, uh, because I'm somebody that's been in the ring, I may not be a fucking name, people may not know who I was, but I had the balls to step in the ring, in the wrestling ring before, and I do not believe that somebody who has never had um, never had the cojones, the balls, the bollocks, whatever you want to call it, to get in the ring should be rating wrestling matches. So I, I, I agree hundred uh, so percent. So I implore Dave Meltzer to come on my show, and until he does come on my show, um, he needs to fucking get on so he can uh, he can tell me why he believes that. This show is five stars, and that show is, you know, that match is. is it, so again, I, I, I don't, uh, I don't believe in it personally, but I will continue to implore him to come on my show. <laughs> you know, I love all the experts, mate. They don't fuck all. You know what I mean? You're fucking Just, right, uh, man. I'm in the business thirty odd years. I'm still fucking learning this job. So everyone thinks they know. Hey. I don't know. You know what I mean? Do you know what? I'll finish. I'll finish on this. I remember, and this is a true story. I've got a friend that can verify this. I remember a uh, conversation when I was nineteen years old that I had with Dory Funk Jr., the great Dory Funk oh. Jr., and yeah. he said the exact same thing that you just said to me right there. That at sixty-seven, which is I think it was sixty-seven, maybe he's one hundred and seven. I don't know. But <laughs> he said, at the, "No disrespect, I'm only kidding." Um, he 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 said to me that at this age, I am still learning, and yeah. and that was a man who had done it all. NWA well, well, champion. I'm, so I'm sixty-five myself now, and I said I'm still learning this business. I'm still learning the pitfalls. I'm still learning psychology. I'm still learning. Lots and lots of things. So when, it, when anyone says to you, I think I know this business, they're fucking lying. 
Yeah, damn right, yeah. damn right. But, we do, let me know the secret. Well, but Ricky... But Ricky, stay on the line. I'm going to end the show now. Um, it's yeah. been it's been a phenomenal, phenomenal show. It's been great. It's been great to talk to you again. We got Soraya there to say goodbye as well. Yeah, there you go. She just turned the old dog out, but she's back now. She's back. She's back. Of course, we couldn't couldn't end the show without saying goodbye to Soraya. Of course. Well, you know what? I'd have been scared, and I wouldn't have ended the show without you anyway. So. Um, no, it's, no, it's, it's been uh, no, it's been phenomenal. You know, you know, I've got your guys back all the time, and I know you have mine. So I really, really appreciate. Yeah, uh, I really do appreciate you uh, coming on. Talk to you, oh, absolutely, absolutely. We're going to talk. Well, well, do you know what? We're going to talk once this podcast ends. So <laughs> stay on the line, my friends. And um, but no. From from me and um, from me and you guys to my Dynamo's dozen listeners, I thank you once again. It's been my pleasure, and uh, we'll do it again soon. Oh, definitely. Thanks, buddy. Definitely, definitely. Dynamo is over and out.